follow up to a creator's light you're going to listen now to part two and of course we have the great phenomenal jada justice here and she's going to bless uh the airwaves and hopefully this will be something that you can take with you um everywhere you go and i just want to say again thank you so much jada for being on here and we're going to get right to the right to the point so you have something that you want to share with the listeners and can you detail what they're about to listen to? <clears throat> yes. So my, uh, all these poems that I have is part of my summer series that I released on my IG handle. And they are original poems that I have not performed except for one of them. Um, my last poem is one that I recently written just for the show. Okay, great. Well, with that being said, I know everybody's geared up and ready to listen, so you can go ahead with your first one. Okay. Um, this poem is called Bless the Beautiful Black Man. Bless the beautiful black man in this lifetime. Life is still just as challenging as it is back in the day. You must exhibit strength at all times and have faith or be led astray by forces sent to destroy you, distract you, or even tame your greatness. You're seen as a threat even as an innocent little boy, just to grow up and be measured by your past mistakes, bank, money in a bank, or your manhood. My heart yearns for you. Growing up must have been tough, feeling no one loves you for you but that thinking has become extinct and enough. Your mother loves you because you were conceived in love. Your woman loves you because her words can speak life and shun away that doubt of worthlessness. She will come up against anyone who speaks malice on her king, protecting what's hers like a queen chess piece. Don't sleep on her. She can move like anyone, but her place is right beside you. Never forget she is a mirror of your worth too. Your children are proof that someone is willing to sacrifice their life to honor you. They adore you, they respect you, they are your gift from God. It was time for you to have something in physical form that's yours. You don't have to have all the answers, even ones in your childhood you still question with your legacy emerges a new truth that you are a creator in your own right. Despite anything formed against you, beautiful black man, God is ever present in you. He has faith in you, naturally a leader, a warrior in your own story, an amazing writer illustrated with your own paintbrush. You take this crown and lead in love because that's what you are, my son, protected in love. Wow, that's definitely uh, an amazing poem. And you really go in depth, and that's something I always notice about you. And what uh, I, I mean, I, I hear what the topic is. And was it something specific that you you seen or you heard? And you he was like, I need to write something like this. What like really encouraged that? Um, there was a video that was going viral on IG at the time, and it was saying that a man is loved for just his money and things he can provide for a family. And I felt like that was 
a horrible way to look at life. Like, you know, uh, who wants to be loved because of something that they can provide for their wife or their children, you know? Like, I feel like Black men in society don't get enough recognition or respect. And um, I come from a strong Black man. So to me, I took it personally. Like, oh, I wonder if my dad feels like that. Like, if he does, I need to let him know and let any brother know around me that um, you don't have to do that for me, but I feel like I'm not the only woman on this planet that feels like that. You know, there's no way. Yeah, I believe you're right. And I, and I think it's going to be many more who are going to come forth and after hearing from what you got to say, are going to probably add on to it. So I'm glad that you came up with that and, and you really gave us something that we can kind of, we definitely going to cherish moving forward. And so what is your next poem that you're going to be reading? This one is called Pondering Thought. Um, it is my view on being a black woman and, you know, this society and the pressures that they put on us sometimes. And being a woman, you have to figure out everything while taking care of everything and everyone. <laughs> you know, it's almost like we neglect our not perfectly, but it's just one of those things like I want to be a perfect mother, perfect wife, perfect employee, perfect sister, perfect daughter. Like, it's a lot. Okay, well, hey, we're, we're ready to hear about it. Okay. She's so prolific, politicking, trying to come up with uh, solutions to many problems. Mind racing a mile a minute, pondering the outcome. When you made a life decision, now here you are at the fork in the road. Can't turn around, but as you look ahead, you found you still got a long ways to go. Continuing to grow, growth is so challenging. Healing is so necessarily essential to move through in life. When COVID hit, we all took a loss, but the ones that didn't got realigned to what's more important, goals, friends, and family. Everything has changed. Some things are complicated, but in the midst of chaos, clarity has ensued. And still there's more adjustments we've yet to see. But never mind the world, I finally see when I look in the mirror, the change I've been craving is mentally evolving in me. Man. I see, you know, with, with your writing, you just really talk from so many different points of uh, view or, or I feel like things that you might have heard in, in conversations and you really just put it out there in your own unique way. So. I mean, again, it's you have some really powerful words, and I know you're going to keep moving forward with that. And with that being said, what is your next poem you're going to be blessing us with? So um, this one is called Euphoria Love. Um, I'm just going to kind of let you or the listener take it and come up with their own rendition of what the poem may be about. But when I wrote it, it was talking about how 
love can feel good, but it may not be a healthy love. Yeah. Well, hey, I think that's something a lot of couples are you know, dealing with and a lot of relationships are teetering on whether something is healthy or they should just stick it, stick it out because they feel like they don't want to be judged if they just give up. So I, I think what we're about to hear is probably going to help, you know, really connect the dots on a lot of everything. So go ahead and let us hear it. Ever prayed for someone more than yourself? Trying to be selfless. I keep you in my thoughts. Even when I'm falling apart, everybody trying to tear us apart. World on our shoulders. I was there to lighten the load. You used to say I was your good luck charm. But oh, how you forgot how lucky you truly were. You got a beautiful woman, a lover and a friend, hustler, goal setter and freak. But soon you started to resent me. Like those feelings that I used to bring waves of dopamine. Now that reward has quickly turned into loathing the sight of me. Nickpicking what I wear, but you used to think I was a model in everything. Getting uncomfortable when people glance at me in admiration, because later when we come home, it's an argument. Now it's, do I know him? And what was he looking at? I want to make love, but instead you yelling, telling me, all your insecurities like oh you want another dude at the at your job meanwhile bob is just a co-worker happily married who bought me coffee that's when i knew you really didn't love me for me but what you seen i was a shiny accessory like your grills chain or your rings you hold so dear that moment i didn't agree with anything i was the enemy instantly now you're trying to stop me from being around people I hold dear, my friends and family relentlessly trying to alienate me from bonds I formed way before I knew you, but I never did that to you. Like, what do you really want from me? I'm only perfect when I'm quiet or you're showing me off. You live for the moments that unk at the cookout saying, I see you, nephew. Other than that, I'm just a source of the self-love you lack. Attracted to what I am, but mad because you have to pretend to be something that you're not to keep me. Truth is, I was way out of your league and you knew it. But if you could break me down, put me on your level, rule me, conquer me, control me, you'll be more superior. Alpha male beating on your chest to the world, but inside you're all fraud. Let down your guard, pull back some layers and expose your true self. The boy in you that's not healed, but jumping from woman to woman to make it whole. That's not anyone's job but yours. You thought you loved me. I did too. But you don't. You thought I was the one, but I'm not. I stay ten toes before anything goes. And you fighting me like I'm a man in the street. You just wanted me and needed me to feel good about yourself. Love feels good when it's with me, don't it? But when I leave and you're empty, what do you have? That burden's too much for any woman to bear. Take a look in the mirror. Real love for anyone starts there. I will definitely say being able to be vulnerable, looking in the mirror and trying to figure out what's healthy for you is very encouraging to hear someone like yourself really detail it and say, you know what? I have to start making sure if I'm not 
feeling comfortable if, if I'm not receiving the love and, and dedication I'm supposed to be receiving, then it's just not for me. And you got to make the best uh, move and decision for yourself. And I, and I, and I, it's great that you were able to really get your point across in that way. So again, thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you. And I definitely feel the same exact way. You know, so many women, we think the more and more we give a relationship, it's going to um, be a revolving door. But sometimes you can give love to someone and they're just blind to it because of whatever they experienced prior to you or maybe in their head, you're just not the one. And, you know, my advice is don't let a man tell you twice what he already told you the first time. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we need more women like yourself, whether they're doing it in a poem style or just speaking their truth, being able to come forth and, and saying how they feel, because everybody doesn't feel the same. And some are afraid to really speak their mind because they don't maybe want um, any vitriol or somebody telling them you just got to stick it out. So I think with people like yourself, it's going to be more women that's going to be comfortable and not stand for men that are trying to take advantage of them. So what is the next poem we're going to be uh, listening to? Um, this is a live poem. It's called Family Values. And I wrote this after I called off my engagement and it was supposed to be a poem filled with hope and maybe if I ever do move on and heal myself, you know, I can leave room for uh, new growth and new lessons that I learned and I bring it into the new family that I create with the next man I call myself being with who I hope to be my husband. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, everyone, let's get ready to uh, listen to Family Values. <laughs> 